Friends, our second lesson is from the second chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 25 through 32. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took Jesus in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we did not gather this day to hear a human word. No, we gather this day to hear your word spoken into our lives. And so it is all of our prayer that you would send your Holy Spirit to take the words of this sermon and make them only of you. Let everything that is human fall away so that we can hear your word of love and life this day. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the best things that our youth of the church do is that every year they pick a mission project they, they want to help with. And Dylan Laughlin, our youth director, guides them in this. And this fall, they decided that they wanted to support an organization called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. It's an organization that makes beds for kids who don't have them. And so this organization will give children who need them a new bed, a new mattress, new bedding, pillow, everything they need so that they can sleep in heavenly peace. And so the first thing the youth of our church did is they got to work. They held a bake sale. They asked for donations from you, the congregation, and they raised over $5,000. It was a big success, but that wasn't the end. Because the ways that sleep and heavenly peace keep their costs down is that they will have volunteers actually build the beds themselves. So our youth, again, luckily with a few trusted adults, went and had a bed build. They did the work of staining the wood and cutting the wood and sawing the wood and putting it back together. They made over 40 bed frames on the day that they went. And so Ann Dillon, our youth director, was telling me earlier this week that she then got to have the honor of going to deliver some of those beds to see where they would go. And the first place they went was to a little home in North Huntsville where a single mom was living with her three kids. She worked two jobs and also went to school as a nursing student. And in their house, it's the mom, the three kids, sometimes a cousin is there, but there was only one bed. 
And so Ann Dillon said she didn't really know what to expect, but when they pull into the driveway of this home, she sees these little faces peeking out the window, and they're so excited. They're just excited. They've been waiting for this, their new bed to come. And Ann Dillon said this lovely thing. She said that when she walked into that house with those kids anticipating their new beds, it felt holy. It felt like the Holy Spirit was there that these kids were going to have their own beds. And if you know Ann Dillon with her long blonde hair and big blue eyes, I'm sure those kids thought an angel visited them that day also. There's a lot to be said for anticipating goodness, isn't there? And in our reading today, Simeon has been led by the Holy Spirit to know that he can anticipate goodness. The Spirit has told Simeon that he will not die until he sees the Lord's Messiah. Simeon is an old-timer. He's one of those ones who has come to the temple faithfully. He's devout and righteous, the text tells us. But Simeon is coming to the end of his life, and we are told that he's looking for consolation consolation for the people of Israel. But you know, in my biblical imagination, I also wonder what else Simeon needs to be consoled about. Maybe life has had its way with Simeon the way it will with all of us. And maybe there are broken relationships in his family. Maybe he's not only worried about the people of Israel, but he's worried about the people in his family. Maybe Simeon has more grief in his heart than we read in the text. But what we know is that he is looking for God to console him about the world before he dies. And so the Holy Spirit, who has its fingertips all over this story, the Holy Spirit leads him to the temple on the day when the child Jesus is brought in. And through the work of the Spirit... Simeon knows when he sees that child that he is looking at the consolation of Israel. He knows this is the Messiah. And so Simeon takes that child, the baby Jesus, and holds him. And he looks in the face of Jesus and he says, Now, Lord, now you can dismiss your servant in peace. Now I can die. Simeon says. And it makes me wonder what he saw in the face of the baby Jesus. Like what was there when he looked into the eyes of that child? What did he see? Did he look into the face of the baby Jesus and see that he would be given life eternal, new life after death? I don't think so. That's still a long ways off through the work of the cross and Easter morning. Did he look at the baby Jesus and see someone who was going to grow up and overthrow the Roman Empire and set Israel free? I don't think he sees that either because that's not who Jesus will be. I think that when Simeon came to the temple that day and saw Jesus the Messiah and held him in his arms and looked in the face of the baby Jesus, I think what he saw was God's love and salvation for all of humanity. He'd been looking for the consolation of Israel, but he saw even more than that. He saw that this child 
is God with us, and that not only that, it is God's salvation and love for all of us, Jew and Gentile, no distinction. He looked into the face of the baby Jesus and he saw, here is the Messiah who will be with us, Emmanuel. And not only will he be with us, but he will be for us through all time until the child Jesus grows up, is crucified, rises again, and until the second coming, Christ will be with us, working out Christ's purposes of love and salvation for all people. I think that's what he saw when he looked at the face of Jesus. And all of that grief, all of those things he needed consolation for, all of his worries about future generations and his family, it all was brought to peace and joy in the person of Jesus Christ. And so I don't know where you are this Advent season, but I have my own grief I carry around, and there are things I'm looking for consolation for. It grieves me that there are children without beds, that there are children without enough food, and that there are unhoused people. It grieves me what is happening in Israel and Palestine, and that our own country's political system seems so terribly broken. It grieves me, and I worry. But this Advent, we are reminded in the person of Simeon that we can come to Christmas morning with anticipation and excitement because on Christmas morning, we too will look in the face of the baby Jesus and we'll be reminded that we have not been left alone, that God's purposes will be worked out in the person of Christ and that one day, Christ will come again to set the world as it should be. All those things that we grieve this season, we can take them to the manger and we can look in the face of Jesus and we can remember, thanks be to God, that Jesus came to show love and grace and salvation to all humanity. Not just you and I, beloved church, but for all of the world over. And so maybe we can be like those kids who are peeking out the window in anticipation. Maybe we can allow ourselves to have a little hope and a little excitement for Emmanuel who is coming, God with us. And I'll tell you what, while we wait and while we hope, we also remember that we've been called to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And so that means until the time when Jesus comes again, we build a bed and we offer love and we give forgiveness everywhere we go. We share the light of Christ too. Let the excitement of Simeon who was consoled so that he can go to his death with hope, let it fill you with excitement too. Because Christ comes into the world to save all of humanity to give us love that will change the world and we can come to God and say, thank you. Thanks be to God for that. Amen.